Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the Collective. Oh my god, I can't believe we're here. It's the day. Oh my god, I sat down to start recording this episode for you all and I started crying. So I'm sorry if I sound kind of stuffy. I might cry during this episode just because I'm so excited and yeah, it's just crazy. I can't believe I'm actually doing this. This makes it feel not too real, but it's just really real. I'm having a lot of feelings right now that I'm going to need to process after recording this episode. Oh my God. Here we go. I have a reveal for you all. The reveal that you've all been waiting for. If you have been following me on Instagram for the last, I want to say six months, you may or may not have caught on to like little Easter eggs that I have been leaving around my stories and in the wording that I use. It's very, I've been very cryptic with a lot of things. I've been really like sneaky. Um, and at first it wasn't obvious, um, because I didn't want it to be. And then people started catching on. They're like, what is the theme going on with, you know, all of these things. And it's been so wild to, work on something that I am not talking about like it's so weird because it feels and I think it really is so big what I'm doing and I'm going to talk about why and all of it really really soon um but it's been so crazy when I work on things I feel like the things that I work on are quite expected new coaching containers new coaching programs um survival guides, meditations, binaural hurts. I feel like these things are all like, oh yeah, like that makes sense for Mads to do that. I don't know that this project is going to be something that you're like, oh, that makes sense for Mads because to be quite honest with you, it didn't make sense for me when I was creating it. And we're going to get into that. So are you guys ready? After months of leading you on, after several emails sent out with pieces of this project, if you go back to Moon News emails um, and even some of the recent Weekly Wisdom emails, you have literally seen and read parts of the project and I am so excited. Oh my god, this is so real. This is so wild. I am so excited to finally announce to you all that I am publishing a book this year. I, oh my God, that felt so real. I am publishing a book this year. And some of you who have been following me for a while are like, yeah, but you said at the beginning of the year that you were going to publish a book. And there is another book that I have been working on since 2017 that is not the book that I'm publishing so I'm going to tell you all about what I'm publishing but I am publishing a book my very first book that is fulfilling a huge dream of mine of becoming an author and I'm going to talk to you all about that as well 
and it's going to be available for purchase on December 12th, 1212. And I'm going to be sharing the title of the book on 1111. So everything's just following like really cute numerology just because I really like it. Um, And I thought that that was a good way for me to be able to talk about these like little updates with this book without having to think too much about like the astrology and when announcements are when a good time for announcements is it was like really stressing me out to like find these dates so I just went with like 10 10 11 11 and 12 12 oh my god I'm publishing a book and you all know about it and you can buy it on December 12th ah this is crazy okay so let's talk about the book um I'm gonna have to be really careful to not say the title in the next uh, month or so if you you know, are on my Instagram and you're part of the community over there, you've been seeing a lot of the same thing over and over and over again. Um, You've been seeing me reference something sweet is coming. You've been seeing different symbolism on my Instagram. So those are all hints as well to the book. Oh my God, I don't have to call it the project anymore. I can just call it the book. Oh, this is so fucking crazy. So the type of book that I am releasing, it's not a self-help book. It's not a fiction book. It's poetry, which is absolutely insane to me. So let me tell you a little bit about how it came to fruition um, and being a writer. So I have been a writer my entire life. I had my first journal when I was five years old. I have been writing and writing and writing since I can consciously remember. And... I have always known deep within my soul and my heart that I was born to be a writer, not just because of my Sagittarius sun sign um, and not because of the aspects that are in my chart, although I have the majority of authorship aspects in my chart, which has been really cool to learn about myself in the last few months, Um, looking at my chart and realizing like, yeah, it's actually there. And like, I designed this for myself for this lifetime, but I have been writing for a very long time. And when it comes to poetry, I started writing poetry in university. And I would say probably around my first or second year of university is really, I think my second year is when it started. And I went through a lot when I was in university and I was deep in the trenches of healing and, you know, trying to avoid my awakening. And I wrote these really beautiful pieces. I wrote them in hard copies. I transferred them to my laptop, my phone, and I had basically what I like to refer to as like an ego fit one day. I think I was very embarrassed about poetry and the fact that I wrote poetry Um, or that I even expressed the pain that I was feeling, um, in the way that I did. And I destroyed all copies. I destroyed, I remember the night that I ripped up every single piece of poem that I had written. And part of me retrospectively is like, man, I wish I hadn't done that because for two reasons, one, I would have loved to include that in this book, but also I would really like to see how my poetic style writing has evolved, but um, I guess that's something I'll just have to review whenever I um, move into the next dimension in my next life and I get to review this lifetime, I'll be able to see that. But I also noticed that writing the self-help book that I'm writing, I refer to it as BTC. It's the initials of the title. I'm not going to share that title for a while. Um, Some of you already know what it's called. 
um, and I'm not sure when that book is coming out, but the part of the issue I was having when writing this book that I've been writing since 2017 was that I wanted it to be a self-help book, but I also needed my story to be told. And it's still going to be like that. But there was something, every time I started writing about my story, my life and the things that I have had to work through and heal from and experience and transcend, it didn't come out scientifically. And the the self-help book is it's extremely scientific, it's extremely metaphysical, it's 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 self-help book, right? Like it's it's very academic. And every time I would write about my life and the things that I went through, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that uh, in this episode to give you an idea of like what the book is about and why you might be interested in reading it, um, besides just being nosy. <laughs> um, but I, I realized every time I would write about my life and the pain that I had experienced and the wisdom I had gained, it came out very poetically. And I remember the first piece that I wrote, and you'll see it in the book. It is in... Um, the second part of the book. So I'm going to go into explaining everything about the book. Don't worry. We're, we're going to get there. This is going to be a bit of a longer episode, me kind of bringing you through the whole journey. And so I noticed that these pieces kept becoming very, very poetic. And then right before my 24th birthday, or was it right before? I think it was right before my 24th birthday. 40,000 words of my book got deleted and were irreparable. And if you're a writer, if you've ever written a book, if you've ever written an essay, if you've ever written something important and had the file completely deleted and corrupted and uh, non-retrievable, you understand the absolute chaos I felt within myself. And I knew that I was going to write something better. And I had already continued writing down these like poetic thoughts in my mind I I don't know exactly how it's so odd because if you were to ask me do you see yourself as a poet do you see yourself as an artist I don't know that my ego would allow me to like I I don't know I, I don't know you know like it I am and it's very clear that I am it's just been one of these things of like really overcoming imposter syndrome and being like, wow, like I actually do this and I I actually do write quite beautifully. And it's been, it's been so interesting to just on an individual level, understand this about myself. And I really started getting back into it. So a few of the pieces in the book that you're going to read were written before 2020. Like they were written years ago, very, very few of them, but a few of them I've mentally retained um, how the verses went and I've been able to include them in this book and they're truthfully very beautiful in my opinion. Obviously, I'm very biased, but whenever the 40,000 words, was a few chapters that got deleted, I knew that I was going to write something better and I tried not to freak out about it and I had already been writing in my notes app all of these like little lines that would come to me. Like, let me just pull up my phone and like give you guys an idea of like something that was coming to mind. I'm not going to read you the verses because I'm not really great at reading them out loud. I'm going to have to get better at that. Um, I'm really good at writing them, but there were times within the last, I'd say like 15, 16 months, um, where I would write 
these either concepts or these little one-liners in my notes app and they would come at these really random points um, when I was just in my head contemplating when I was healing something and trying to express myself or reminiscing on a pain that I felt in my past that I had already transcended but needed to share the perspective of the pain I endured it's it's very interesting and I'm going to share a lot more about it in well, for a while, like I'm going to be talking about this book for a long time. Um, For example, last September, I wrote a concept um, of the caged heart, having a caged heart. And in the notes app, it's a lot longer than what I've actually included in the book. The the book is a very um, poetic, it's obviously, it's poems, right? It's obviously very poetic. Um, but in my notes app, like there's a portion of this. I'm not going to read you the poem. I'm going to let that be a surprise. I'm going to be sharing some of the verses, obviously, throughout the next eight weeks so that you can see if you're interested in the way that I write and how I express my art. Um, so that way you know if you want to buy the book. But um, a caged heart is about the fact that we literally have ribs, a cage surrounding our heart. And the concept of this verse is that you know, like, why is it so foreign that people guard their hearts when in our very bodies there's a cage surrounding it, right? And the actual verse is very beautiful and it's written in this notes app, but then the the continuation goes into my notes app. Um, so it's, it, it, it was this weird thing of like processing these thoughts and then going back and creating a, a, a word document of like, okay, how does that, how can I make this sound like a poetic story with all of these verses. And so when I started writing these verses, um, for example, all, all within the like last four months of 2021, the concepts are, um, misunderstood leaves, a caged heart, the bigger, the love oceans and running. And if you buy the book, you're going to see these, you're going to read exactly the verses that I wrote. And I, would get all of this inspiration and I would start just like it was almost like it's so interesting I think this is why I struggle to understand my own process with this because the the verses came to me kind of like how channeled information comes to me it was my soul it's like they just came in so quickly especially leaves um the the verse you're going to read about the leaves I'm probably going to share that in the next few weeks on Instagram um, just because it's very like with the season. Um, but it came to me kind of like it was channeled. And I think that that's the thing with writing and being artistic and even like writing music and things. I think it really does come channeled from the soul. But it's interesting because it comes channeled from the soul, but it's the ego's mode of expression, if that makes sense. Like it's just so interesting. It's like um, it's like a meeting point for the ego and the soul. And that makes me so emotional, like saying that. I'm not really sure why, but it's been such a wild experience because I didn't start writing these verses thinking, oh my God, like I'm going to write a poetry book. Like there, if that was the thought that I had, I wouldn't have written this because the things that I have written, and obviously there are some pieces that just didn't make it into the book. They are pieces that maybe one day I'll share in the future, but there are some that are just so like, 
and don't get me wrong, the entire book is very raw and very vulnerable, but there are some pieces that I was just like, mm, we're going to leave that out. And like when we were like formatting and editing um, everything, and I'll get into that in a little bit. But if I knew, if I had known a year ago that everything I was writing was about to be a book that I was going to publish, I wouldn't have written it because I didn't write it for people to read it. I wrote it because I needed to express whether it was in the moment, presently, or retrospectively, things that I had experienced. And it covers emotions, wounds, traumas, healing, being in love, healing from heartbreak, um, stepping into my purpose. It covers the entire first 22 years of my life. And there's a lot in the 22 years that I've experienced on this planet, or I'm older than that now, I'm 25 now, but um, it, it's, I'm 25, I'm 24, I'm going to be 25. Hello, don't age me yet, bitch. Come on. Um, but it, it, um, it covered a, a, a large portion of my life. And I'm going to talk to you in a little bit about what those portions are. I'm going to tell you about the different, um, pieces in the book. And I wrote it for myself. I wrote it for myself. And then this past summer in July, I sat down and I had been inputting everything into a Word doc because I've learned to keep my work in two places all the time because just in case things get deleted, I keep my work in two places all the time. And I got to it and I saw in my Word doc that I had over 200 pages of verses. And... I kind of just looked at that and I live very much in my highest self. I'm, I'm deeply connected. I think that's clear with the work that I do. But I just sat there in my highest self and I was like, what am I going to do with this? And it was late at night. It was like 11 o'clock at night. I'm sitting in the pitch black of my room. And I have my screen staring at me. And I think to myself, I need to do something with this. I did not write by chance 200 verses that all have some sort of consistent theme that evolve with each other. I need to do something with this. And in my mind, in my highest self, I was like, I'm going to publish a book. And you know, another part of me and my, I think my ego consciousness, my more human consciousness was like, yeah, I'll publish this when I'm like 40, 45. Like when these things are like long gone, um, when, you know, when I'm physically distanced from them on an, on an age timeline, right? Like, like there's more physical distance, not just three years or less than a decade, but like decades between me and these experiences. And I was comfortable with that. I was like, okay, cool. Like I'll keep this and, um, I'll keep this document and I'll, I'll print everything out and I'll have it all. And, you know, when my kids go off to university or when my kids are adults, then I will publish this. And then I quantum leaped at the end of July. And um, within days, um, within less than two weeks, I realized that all of the verses I had written were... For me to close a particular book out, 
in my life. And if you saw, I want to say end of August, beginning of September, I posted a story. It's in my highlight reel with the purple daisy on it. Um, I, I wrote something along the lines of, um, it's time for a new book to be written. And I see everything with a lot of symbolism. I'm a South Node Pisces. Um, and I'm very, very spiritual. And I see a lot of symbolism in, in everything. I see how everything is connected. And the weirder thing was, was that as I was getting the last few verses out for this book, I started no, I don't want to say receiving, but I started creating. It's so weird. I it's just very new for me to be in like the artist sense, um, and and yeah, it's poetry is more artistic than technical writing. And I've been a technical writer for a long time, but it's so interesting to be more of like an artist now. Um, I started creating and writing pieces that I knew didn't belong in this first book, uh, probably around the spring, I want to say of this year. Um, and more into the summer, I started writing new pieces and I was like, this is a completely different theme of, of life. And so I'm happy to tell you that this first book is actually a collection of three. (laughs) Obviously I don't know when books two and three will be done. I, I know the process I need to go through to write them and it's really going to be how my own life evolves. I I have to experience certain things um, for these books to be books <laughs> um, and I'm not going to force my life to be lived in a way where it produces a book. It's just I don't care if the second book comes out in five years, in 10 years, in 12 months. Um, but I started writing the second one and one of my good friends, she told me, she's like, that's a thing with writers. She's like, a lot of writers, even fiction writers, will not even be fully done their first book and they'll start writing the second and that's how they know it's time to wrap up the first book. And I was like, wow, good to know. And so I, I you know, I sat with myself and I thought, I, I know what my soul is telling me and my soul is telling me that there will be no second book to write if I don't release the first. And I don't mean release as in publish the first. I mean like close that part of my life out and allow new in my life, allow myself to live a different life. And it's not to say that the wisdom, the love, the experiences are... how do you explain this? It's just these experiences are going to take new meaning in my life. That's kind of what I'm saying. Everything that is written in the, about in the first book is going to take on a new, a new meaning in my life. And I am very much the kind of person that when I need a refresh, I need to get rid of things. I need to basically let things go. And I thought to myself of, you know, if I do wait to publish this book I'm not gonna be moving on I think mentally I will be like my feminine energy has and will continue to move forward but I have been really working at really 
embodying harmony in my own inner polarity and a part of that means taking big leaps of faith in my masculine energy and masculine is very physical it's about doing it's about producing in a very aligned feminine way and I just knew deep in my soul that I needed to physically publish and physically let go of this book and basically give it back um to I don't know what I mean by give it back but like I needed to I I need to give myself the space to let it go and I need that to be exciting and I need it to be celebratory and the best way for me to do that was to know that I can't publish this book in my 40s Uh, I can't even publish this book in 2023 or 2024 I need to let it go and I need to let it go now because I am ready to give those experiences new meaning. I am ready to give my life and my purpose new meaning. And that was a really interesting day for me to sit with myself. It was, again, it was really late at night and I cried. I just started crying and I I think I took voice notes on my phone and I'm like getting like choked up, but it's like I, oh my God, I'm getting so choked up. <laughs> I have always dreamed of being an author and I'm going to tell you about that in a minute. And for me to sit there and realize that I'm going to be an author, I am an author, I just need to publish my book and it's ready to go. And it was, um, I cried every day for two weeks straight and I slowly started telling the people around me. I told um, one of my good friends, I told my best friend, I, you know, told my sister-in-law and yesterday I told my family and everyone is so excited. I told my Patreon community members who, (laughs) bless their beautiful souls, were prying with so many questions I accidentally told them. It was so funny. It was so like, I don't know. It was just such a genuine moment. I like, (laughs) I wish I could see their reaction on my face whenever I realized I had slipped and told them I was actually, you know, publishing a book. Um, So they've been on this journey with me. I have been sharing verses in past emails without anyone realizing it. And I was sharing those without even realizing that you guys were actually going to see them in book form a lot sooner than I had anticipated. And it has been such an emotional roller coaster in the best way to fulfill one of my dreams. Um, I fulfilled a dream of mine when I started my business I fulfilled a dream of mine when I moved into my dream apartment and these have been huge manifestations in my life and there's something about becoming an author that feels even bigger for me and I don't exactly know how or when or what that will look like but I do know that I came to be a writer I know I'm here to be a writer because the way that I best express myself is in writing Um, if you enjoy this podcast I can promise you that you will enjoy my writing a hundred times more because I, it's my strong suit. I've always been a really strong writer. Um, funny story, actually. Um, I'm not going to say who in my family, but, and my parents are, were involved in this. Um, I used to, we know Madison used to be a stoner. Mads used to be a stoner. And, um, I came in to the house one night and I was like stoned out of my mind and my family needed 
help writing something. And I think it says a lot when I'm the youngest in the family and they're all sober trying to write something and they ask the stoner 22-year-old who just walked into the house <laughs> to help them write something. And they submitted what I wrote and it actually it worked out. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's kind of funny. So I know i meant to be a writer for many reasons. And so let me tell you a little bit about the story of me having this prophetic moment when I was 11 years old about being a writer. For those of you who are new to the podcast or maybe have missed some episodes, um, you should know that I am estranged from my biological mother and I have been for five years. And it's... um, something that's going to be in the very first part of the book. And I'm going to explain that in a few moments. We're going to talk about what's in the book, the themes you can expect and why you might enjoy it. But when I was 11 years old, I used to spend time at my biological mother's parents' house, my nanny and my papa's. And we were downstairs in their basement. I was 11 years old, I think. I had just bought my first laptop with my own money. I'd saved all my money and I'd bought it with my own money. And I was so happy and it had Word on it because it was a Microsoft laptop. And I remember sitting there. I remember exactly the couch that I was laying on. I remember where they were sitting. They were watching a black and white, like 1940s movie. And my nanny, um, the way that I was laying, she could see my laptop. And she was like, what are you, what are you writing? What are you doing? And I remember this moment so consciously. And I, I knew it consciously too when I said it. I knew it. I did not understand it entirely, but I knew. I'm 11 years old maybe like 11 and a half. I was almost 12. And I'm staring at my laptop and I'm writing. I didn't even turn around to look at her. I'm just staring at my laptop and I say, I'm writing a book. And she said, what are you, what are you writing a book about? And I think she's expecting 11 years old. She's writing some sort of like princess fiction book, right? And I said, I'm going to write a book one day about my life and all the things that I've gone through. Which you know, me saying this, I feel so much love and compassion for my inner child because the fact that she knew she had already gone through so much at 11 years old, um, hurts my heart immensely. But I knew, I knew in that moment and I knew specifically I was going to need to, for my own healing and the healing of others, I was going to need to write about the experience I had with my mother. So for those of you who don't know, my mother is, um, an individual with, full-blown narcissistic personality disorder. Um, This is different than people being like egotistical. Um, Someone that I think if you want to learn more about what it means to have a narcissistic parent, you should follow is um, the holistic psychologist. I think her name's uh, Nicole LaPera. Um, She is a PhD and she talks about this and she does videos on it and she's she knows what she's talking about. Um, it's very validating. Um, on top of that, my mother, not only being a narcissist, is also um, someone with extreme addictive tendencies. Um, she has struggled with alcoholism and addiction her entire life. Um, she also has struggled with um, Munchausen syndrome, if you know what that is. It means... I'll let you look it up. I don't want to like talk too much about this on here. Um, and she is intentionally, um, malicious. So not all narcissistic parents are, but my mother unfortunately is, um, she is very, very, very malicious. And 
it has it created a lot of uh, really terrible programming in my brain um, from the moment I was born. There are things that I remember from very very young ages that I shouldn't. Um, one day I will probably open up and tell you more detailed about my experience with that. Um, now is not the time for that because I've just let go of so much in this book. But you will see um, in the first part of the book, there are three parts to the book. Um, the, the first part is called The Beginning. And it's a lot about experiencing abusive relationships, um, including the one I had with my mother. So I knew at 11 years old that I had gone through so much and I knew I was going to write a book about my life. And thus... <laughs> This book about my life has been written. And what I think is so beautiful about this process is that I didn't write it to write a book. I wrote it for myself and then decided that um, for my own sake, I needed to create it as a book, put it together properly like a book to let it go. But also I know because every time I go through something, I end up helping someone through it whether it's that same day or 10 years down the road I actually have known this my whole life it has happened to me continuously throughout my life and I know that this book is going to help a lot of people um, process their own emotions so the sun just peeked out as I said that and that made me feel so warm and fuzzy um, so let's talk about um, the book and, and what's in it. So there's three parts to the book. The first part is called the beginning. The second part is called the breaking. And the third part is called the becoming. And it is around what I know to be about 200 pages. I will let you know closer when all the formatting is done. Um, and the themes kind of go as follows. So the first part of the book, the beginning is about my life from zero to 18. It covers narcissistic parental abuse, a parent with addiction, abusive romantic relationships, um, being suicidal, struggling with not belonging in this world and knowing that I'm very different, um, and a lot of heavy, darker themes. Um, then we move into the breaking, which I talk about having the most profound experience meeting my twin flame, the other half of my soul. I hate using the term twin flame because it's so overused now. People just like, again, they don't even know what they're talking about, but it's fine. So let's talk about that a little bit. Your twin flame, not everyone is incarnated with their twin flame. So just stop looking. You can't manifest your twin flame um, because it's your own soul. And how this works um, metaphysically is that the whole soul is so large that to come into such a dense planet like the earth, it has to split in two. And over time, um, one half of the soul will incarnate, go back to ether. The other half of the soul will incarnate, go back to ether. And they kind of go in tandem. And then they get to a point where they have learned so much on their own that they need to incarnate with each other to catalyze even bigger amounts of consciousness and evolution within their own soul and this is when they also start to have a huge impact on the planet and uplifting consciousness collectively my soul and i have incarnated together several times um this is not our first it's not our first uh trip on earth together um but it has been one of the most profound for for us and definitely for myself and it's what catalyzed my awakening 
a lot of twins who are in the third wave. Um, so the group of twins, there's three waves of the group of twins, um, true twin flames who um, incarnate together. But the third wave is the wave that I'm a part of and we're the wave that um, you have union and then you catalyze an awakening, have separation, complete all the phases necessary of your own soul's um, attainment and that's different for everyone. And then um, there's kind of more to come on on how you contribute to the earth collective and things like that. So again, twin flames are not abusive. They are not the cause of your pain. They are not the cause of your trauma. They show you so much love that all the reasons that you feel unworthy of unconditional profound love surface. And then from there, you have to decide how you're going to heal and awaken yourself. And it's different for every set of twins. For myself and my soul, um, we knew and we planned to heal individually, um, to come together into union and to then have a separation and heal individually. And through that awakening process, my ego has had to um, really experience a lot of emotions. A lot of, um, I, I, you know, I've gone through a lot of things since the separation and a lot of feelings in my ego, but also a lot of transcendence and a lot of wisdom and things that I've healed so much in respect to what that experience was meant to do, why things have gone the way they did, and it has just illuminated so much healing within myself. And so the breaking is about that. It's about my thought process of feeling alone, of dealing with abandonment wounds from childhood, rejection wounds from childhood, worthiness wounds from childhood, and how all of these things were illuminated by love. And um, I also talk about in that um, part of the book, my suicide attempt and not wanting to be alive and really not understanding why I'm here. And it's just a very painful part of my life. And by the end of the breaking, you're going to start to see that things start to get a little bit lighter. Like I'm starting to understand like, okay, it's painful, but like there is meaning behind all of this. And I am meant to find the meaning to this. And then there is part three, which is the becoming. And this is all about becoming who I was always meant to be. And it's obviously the very beginning parts of it. Because like I said, this book is from um, zero to 22. Um, maybe 23 is kind of included in there. I'm not exactly sure. I'd have to go back and like reread the end of the book. But um, yeah, it is three different parts. So healing from narcissism. Um, from my mother, my mother's narcissism, addiction. I talk about my own addiction as well throughout the book, um, going through my awakening and all the pain that came from heartbreak and breaking my heart open and breaking myself open. Um, feelings that I have had to uh, come to terms with, with you know, being a guide um, on this planet and being on my last life and having past life memories and having PTSD and all of these things. And for me, it's been crazy to look at all the things that I've written and really be face to face with how I've actually felt about things. And some things I wrote about retrospectively, um, there's a, I think it's the second page, the second part or the second page, the second verse in the breaking, it's a, a plea from my inner child. And I, 
didn't write that years ago. My inner child um, is the one who surfaced the information for it. Um, but that, you know, I'm so excited to like bring you through all of these experiences and how certain verses were written. But that one specifically, I sat there one day and realizing that the breaking was all about my inner child. It's almost like, this is so interesting. This is like the first time I'm realizing this, but it's almost like the, the beginning is all about my inner child. The breaking is all about my ego and the becoming is all about my higher self. It's insane. It's really cool actually <laughs> looking at that. Um, and I remember sitting there one day and being like, inner child, like you have something to say about this say something about this. And so I went into that part of my consciousness and channeled a plea from my inner child. That's what the verse is called. Um, and so it's going to bring you through these experiences, but it's not going to bring you through these experiences just to share pain with you. It's going to bring you through these experiences to show you that a person can go through insurmountable grief, trauma, unspeakable levels of pain, and yet still find their way out of it and find their way to happiness. And I talk about that as well. I talk about how afraid I was to be happy. I talk about the fear of not knowing how I'll be able to sustain being happy. Um, I, I talk about all of these things. I talk about depression, suicide, um, you know, almost taking my life and all of these things and then getting to a point where I love my life and I understand why all of these things had to happen and where I'm going from here is still a little unknown to me, but I have a greater clarity of what I am meant to be in this life and who I'm meant to become and I am becoming her and that's why it's called the becoming, uh, the last part. And so my hope is that when you read this book, when you read any of these verses, that you understand that you're not alone in your trauma and you never were. So many of us have gone through these unspeakable experiences. They are incomparable to one another, but they are still trauma and they are still so intense to experience, but that hopefully as you move through the pages and you move through the parts and you go from cover to cover, you're going to understand that there is wisdom in everything that you have experienced and my hope is that in reading the wisdom that I was able to take all the lessons that I've learned everything that I've written about that you are then activated in a way to also find the wisdom in your own pain and in your own trauma and find your way back to your soul that's really what the book is about it's about me going through the motions and the pain and finding my way back to my soul and I don't mean like my physical other half of my soul here on the planet. I mean my own higher part of my soul, the the highest part of my soul. And I hope that it brings you comfort. I hope that it brings you validation. And I hope that it brings you hope that life doesn't have to be a shit show and it can get better and you can heal and it doesn't matter how crazy things have been. Um you can get better and it gets better and life gets better and your perspective can change and you can evolve and you can grow and you can heal and you can transcend and become something better. So that's it. Um, there's also activations throughout the book. So there are pieces of channeled wisdom that my higher self really wanted to include. So you'll see on certain pages where it'll say activation and then it's just a paragraph of information for you. 
Um, I'll share a few of those or one of those before the book is published as well. Um, but yeah, that is, that's the book. The book is coming out. Um, I'll be giving you guys the title of the book on 11.11. So about a month from when you're hearing this and, um, yeah, it'll be available for purchase internationally on Amazon, um, on December 12th, 2022. Is that the year we are? Yeah, we're in 2022. So that is my big secret. I can't believe that this is live. Oh my God. I can't believe you guys know that's fucking insane to me. That's fucking insane. Holy shit. Um, and I'm really excited for you all to get your hands on this book. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to, especially for those of you, especially on Instagram or those of you listening who have been like, why did Mads become a guide? Like why was her soul guided to this like why did her soul guide her to be a collective guide and help awaken human consciousness you're going to see why you're going to see why in this book because for me again from a very young age I knew that if I was going through something it was because I needed to help someone else through it my entire life and all the traumas I've been through were for me to then be able to help others through them and that's that's the role of a guide right so Um, I also didn't choose to be a guide. I didn't wake up and say, I'm going to be a collective guide for the great awakening. It just happened. It just happened. And I really didn't expect it, um, at all, but it's what has come. And I am moving into a different part of my purpose. I have a lot of books that I want to write. Um, and I will write one day not just poetry and not just nonfiction. There's going to be a lot of different books that I, um, I am going to write. So this is the beginning of a new part of my career and a, a bit of a career change. Um, not to worry. I'm going to be a coach for the next little bit for the foreseeable future. I really don't know what the divine is going to be blessing me with when it comes to being an author, but I know I'm meant for this. I have always been meant for this. If 11-year-old me knew that I was meant for this, I I know. I know that I'm right where I need to be. <laughs> um, and I sincerely hope that each of you who, you know, take the time to read the verses I've written, um, love them and enjoy them. And I hope that you are able to provide me with feedback and reviews on Amazon so you can let me know how you've enjoyed it. And yeah, um, Wow. Holy crap. Thank you so much for listening to this longer episode about what I have been working on. Um, I want to say that I've been working on it for you, but in all honesty, I worked on it for me and it just so happens that doing something for myself has led to an end product that you will be able to also heal with and through. So I... I'm going to leave it here. This is so crazy. I need to go and sit with my thoughts because this is so weird to finally announce. And I'm looking forward to hearing your feedback. So if you're excited about the book, please let me know. Send me a DM, comment on my latest Instagram post that you're excited for, that you're ready for it. Um, And 
if you want to, you know, follow along on the journey, I have been vlogging the process since I realized I was going to publish. I have been vlogging and I'm going to be putting vlogs up on YouTube um, and I'm going to be sharing a lot on Instagram. So follow me on YouTube and Instagram at Madsmas. Subscribe to my channel and you'll see these vlogs coming. Holy shit. Like so soon, like probably this week or next week. That's fucking insane to me. Okay. Anyways, go be your divine self this week. You got this. I love you.